Hello. Hello. And welcome to Talk Comics to Me. The I- date is February. <laughs> February. <laughs> July. Wait, June. What month is it? I don't oh my know. God. Right now, I'm confused. June 23rd. 20- oh, I thought dates were on the computer. 26th? 27th? It's a Wednesday. Uh, 26th? It's the 26th. It's the 26th. Yes. It's a Wednesday. Um, We're going to talk about our comics, so (laughs) please join us on this day. Welcome. Welcome. And it'll be worth it. I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather Champenstein. (laughs) Heather Champenstein. We're married now. Yes. And Heather will talk about her comics today on February 26th. February 23rd. (laughs) Clearly. Um, Okay, so... We're gonna just jump right in. This is a <laughs> this is a, a Mr. and Mrs. X. This is issue twelve. Apparently, this is the last issue. Um, not as horny as I was hoping it would be. The whole series, like as a whole, not as horny as I wanted it to be. The Rogan Gambit five part series that was a prelude to this was way hornier. <laughs> um, but whatever, I like it. Um, this issue. I don't want to spoil too much because I do want people to read it because it is kind of horny. Um, basically, Rogue and Gambit are in a tough spot and they have to use their powers to get out and save each other. Um, this takes place pretty much in the same timeline as Uncanny X-Men because uh, the very end of this, which isn't spoiling anything if you've read Uncanny, I'm caught up, by the way. Um, they realize that the X-Men are gone for whatever reason. So they're leaving their dilemma and trying to locate the X-Men. So, and I believe that leads right into House of X, Power of X. Man, one whatever, of the whatever. new, yeah, one of the new series. So Some X-Men shit. Here we go. Mr. and Mrs. X. Something I cannot add to my profile right now. Two out of five stars for horniness. Are we rating our comics by horniness now? I, I am. I thought that's what we were doing the whole time. Oh, well, I have a completely unhorny comic next. Weather makes me. Never mind. <laughs> well, this Weatherman should not. Uh, this is the Weatherman. This is volume two of the series. So the second story arc, if you want. How many were in the first one? Six, I think. Don't quote me. Five or six. That's a quote. <laughs> Anyhow, this picks up at the end of the last series, so if you are unfamiliar, the whole idea is that it's kind of like total recall, I guess. But <laughs> I love it. Uh, he accident well, he purposefully destroys the world and then wipes his memory and uploads a consciousness of a completely different person and the guy he is now his name is nathan and he used to be a weatherman and he's super fucking goofy and so the whole first uh story arc dealt with him being found out for who he is and then pretty much everybody coming after him because he destroyed the earth Okay, who's coming after him, though, if the Earth is gone? All of the people who survived. Oh, okay. Because people did survive. That makes sense. But all of the people on Earth, a lot of people on Earth are are dead. There are still some surviving, as you learn in this issue. They are going down to Earth 
to find his find a flash drive with what would be his past memories as him Ian Black used to be who he was the bad guy and get him to remember who he is and become essentially Ian Black again and then get all the information they can and then murder him this makes sense yeah so it's a really intense book I love it a lot the colors are really cool the art is really really awesome I I highly suggest it if weird sci-fi shit is your your gig that's why I enjoy it so no how many stars for horniness (laughs) zero stars for horniness okay I mean well actually there's probably like I would say two stars for horniness oh it's just like same level here I mean it has very low horniness but the horniness levels that are there are just kind of silly and goofy so maybe one star one star I I can live with that like flirting I don't know light how, horn. I don't know how we're gauging horniness. I've been doing it how horny it makes me. <laughs> well, this podcast has turned into something else. Is it because we're listening to like blues? Yeah, it's <laughs> the jazz. It's really opening something inside of me. Um, so next we have Batman Damned, which for me is five out of five horniness. There is no no dicks in this one, but yeah, the world saw to that. Oh, gosh, I just knocked the computer again. So, if you have not been paying attention to Batman Damned, it is a three-part series that has been released over the course of um, probably 14 years, is what it feels like. (laughs) It's, uh, Alec and I looked it up, and the second issue came out in December of 2018, and the first issue, I think, came out in September of 2018. Okay. This makes (laughs) sense. Um, (laughs) I did that work today for no reason. I'm, no, it's helpful because I, I thought the second one had come out quite a while ago, but I, and I kept saying last year, but I didn't think that was right. So And you are correct. I'm, five out of five. <laughs> but yeah, this is the long-anticipated third issue that's been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Again, no dicks. No dicks. So I don't really feel like there was a reason for it to be pushed back that much. I mean, maybe the butt, maybe the butt, there's, there's some good Xantana butt. <laughs> yeah, there's, you know what, this isn't a spoiler, I'm going to show you the butt. That page is so cool. Where's the butt? It's on, it's after that. It's after? Way. Yeah, because she turns around. Oh, there's the butt. <laughs> okay, you guys ready for this? Is there a glare? Can you see the butt? Yeah, you can kind of see the butt. There. Bottom panel. Look at that butt. Just wearing a wearing a thong. Probably the most comfortable outfit you could wear as a magician. Um, I mean, she looks great. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and add another star for horniness just because of that. But overall, the content of the book. Oh, yeah, we're talking about that. Yeah, is it's it's okay. Personally, I. Like I had told Heather earlier, I just didn't feel like the first and second issue were necessary. They could have just kind of bulked up this like end of it and would have been fine. I could have been could have been completely content with what's what's being told within. Um. So yes, yeah, same. Um. Except I wanted to mention. Uh, the Joker series. Yes, yes. So when I first started getting back into comics, the Joker series that Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermijo did together was the first one that I like I picked up just because I thought the cover was great which 
we've gone into this before, don't always judge the book by its cover. Yes. However, I loved, <laughs> I loved that series, and I'm glad that I picked it up just because of the cover. But that <clears throat> is kind of, oh my god, my throat. <clears throat> Do you want some of this? That is, oh, yeah, because my I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. Okay, now I'm not back. <clears throat> okay, sorry. Um, so the Joker series, um, written and art was done by the same people who did this, um, and it kind of serves as a prelude to this. Um, I would suggest reading it just because I absolutely love that book. I thought I just really like how Brian Azzarello writes the Joker, and I love how Lieberman draws him. Um but yeah, if you haven't read that, I would say read that because stuff that happens in here might make a little more sense. But when you do pick up this issue, uh, you may be confused a little. And I guess we're here to clarify that the second issue, when that one ends, it doesn't pick up. Yeah, and I mean, I could, I could grab it again and look through it, but I just felt like it ended with him choking Harley Quinn on yeah. the roof. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought, you know, the characters were really cool. I love the characters they chose for this. I, yeah, it was and, very interesting. And also, to go back, I'm sorry, I just thought about no, it a little fine. more. It would make sense for this to kind of just pick up nonsensically. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. Especially, I don't know, because all the same characters are there. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that's really kind of weird that where they just drop you into it is just how the story or this issue starts anyway. Yeah. Um, but it does, yeah, it all, like, ties in, makes sense and stuff. Um, I, oh God, I got lotion all over my hands. Um, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed this series. I'm glad it was only three issues, though. Sorry, books. Um, because I don't feel like they needed to do more. No. And I also feel like they didn't need to do as much as they did. Yeah. But it looks great. It does look great. It's so good. And it's nice to look at. So this is uh, Batman Damned. This is a magazine-sized book, so if you're getting bags and boards, it's not a current. (laughs) Don't make that mistake, because I I did. Uh, I I mean, technically, it's your turn. It's me. Um, Okay, so I have... Issue six of the Shades of Magic, it's, so the first four issues were, I guess, volume one, like Weatherman, and then five, six, and so on is going to be like a part two, because there's apparently a part three coming out. Like, I don't know how many more stories about this guy I need, (laughs) but this is um, kind of a prelude to the book series, A Darker Shade of Magic. It's about the king... Maxim, when he was still the prince, he's trying to prove himself to his father. He becomes the um, the steel prince, which he can manipulate steel and shit. It's so cool. This guy is incredible. But in this part of the series, he is going through this trial called the Knight of Knives, which no one has survived before. I mean, we can guess since there's a third part, he's going to survive it. But this issue, maybe, he actually... Maybe he doesn't. I mean... Well, he gets annihilated. But this is him, this issue in particular is him starting the trials and he's doing the first one. Um, I 
I actually, despite all my shit talking on this book, <laughs> I really do enjoy it. Uh, it is a lot of fun. It is nice to see the story from his point of view because in the books, he's a dick. And I hated him. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see him as a naive, sweet little prince. That's all. I love it. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about uh, Thanos next. And who is it by? This is by Teeny Howard. Heather's Heather's favorite. We love Teeny. <laughs> and I really fucking like the series. I like this issue a lot, too. Uh, the series as a whole kind of just deals with the relationship between Thanos and Gamora and how they kind of bond. And this issue really deals with how Gamora bonds to Thanos because he's kind of the only person there after she's lost absolutely everything. Like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, kind of in a weird way. And this also deals with her losing limbs and Thanos kind of just like putting her back together and her also trying to like prove herself to him as well as his crew just being like what the fuck is happening with Thanos why is he just so obsessed with this like this little girl essentially and it's it's really interesting I really like the dynamic between the two of them and it's weird how Teeny almost makes Gamora like bratty (laughs) like the dynamic is almost just like that weird bratty kid with their like murderous lover loving father <laughs> lover, <laughs> murderous lover <laughs> loving i i noticed that she's very good at writing um women i guess like that which i love because that's how she writes uh you know the other one i'm reading <laughs> what is her name? The one with the penis sword. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. she's, she's you know, very strong and very powerful and strong-willed and stuff, but she's a fucking brat. Yeah, and it's just, like, yeah, it's a very good way to describe her. She's, just like, very strong-willed and very, like, yeah, bratty and snotty. I just, I love it. It's really good. I really, I, I highly, highly suggest it. It's really, really fun, fun read. Is it only going to be six issues or 12? I think it's six, maybe five. Because I remember, yeah, seeing that it wasn't going to be too many. Six, maybe five. That's the thing about all my comics Yeah, today. same. This also is not a very, this is not a horny comic. This is zero. Oh, sorry. I forgot to rate my last one. This is also five out of five because I love watching him manipulate steel. Yeah, this is a zero out of five-star hoardiness just because... It's fair. Father-daughter yeah, thing. I, I, I get it. I don't, I'm not into that. Okay. And now, another another zero out of five-star hoardiness is the Spider-Man annual, which is about Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider-Ham. And it's a few little short stories about Peter Porker. I the first story is all about him being kind of hypnotized and him working with Spider Gwen, right? G U I N. Anyway, Spider Swine. Spider, <laughs> right? Peter Porker. Spider yes. Swine. That's yeah, cute. Yeah. So it's very cute. It's very adorable. Uh, my favorite part of it was <laughs> the That's very Mega gives you that look all yeah. the time. The very last little story by several writers, 
and the art by Jason Latour. But I know that name. <laughs> it's uh, it's just really fun. It's kind of all about how Spider Ham and Howard the Duck kind of are always around when these world-changing events happen in the Marvel Universe and how they're always just going to kind of be there doing their thing. They're not necessary, but they're still just there. <laughs> yeah. And that's that was just <clears throat> really, really great. I, I love the shit out of it. I really enjoyed the whole thing as a, as a whole. The whole thing as a whole? The whole thing as a whole. Was <laughs> it was, it was, one it was piece. so, so good. I, it was just really, like, fun and funny and cute. Was it refreshing to have, like, a Spider-Man annual be about Peter Porker and not... Yeah. Peter yeah. Parker. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I... Yeah. I haven't read Spider-Man in a while, so... And I... I mean, there's something just endearing about Spider, Spider-Ham, too. Yeah, I think it's he's super cute. Uh, one of my old co-workers, when wow. we had to do, uh, like, a project or whatever, he flubbed the whole thing, and I had to do it all, of course. But, um, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> um, but as a, like, forgive me apology gift, he gave me, like, a very first issue of the Peter Porker series, and it was, like, torn up and super old but it's one of my favorite possessions <laughs> i have ever had because it's so good yeah it's just you know campy and fun and that's that's all i really have to say and about you said it. zero out of five zero out of five horniness okay. yes i i mean it could be somebody else's horniness but no horniness for me no horniness for you yeah. that's fair it's it's <laughs> a porker I don't know what your horniness level was on this. Um, probably like a seven out of five. <laughs> I like violence. I think Marcus is a babe, even though he's a piece of shit. Marcus is my favorite piece yeah, of shit that's he's ever mine existed. Mine too. Uh, we're talking about Deadly Class. Oh yeah, sorry, Deadly Class. <laughs> um, we just went straight to horniness. Yeah, I got really excited <laughs> that we're talking about horniness now. We actually haven't talked about this issue at all. No, we didn't. Surprisingly. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about it for a minute? And yeah, I can, refresh my memory. Yeah, I can talk about it for a minute. So this is the first issue back from the break kind of dealt with them going back, um, Marcus and Maria going back to school and kind of the, the level of everything boiling over. And this is kind of the tipping point of everything and everyone. And you kind of just see Marcus for who he really kind of is. He's just, yeah, a just total sad boy but understandably so he's lived kind of a rough life but I absolutely love this comic the very end did did surprise me because I thought something awful was gonna happen oh god I did too so I'm sorry to ruin it for you nothing awful happens no it's very um satisfactory I felt really good about it yeah I I always love this series. I I feel like I've calmed down a little bit, but that's just because the series has also not not calmed down, but it's hit this point where you know everything is kind of bubbling and boiling and it's going to like eventually boil over, but it's the the simmer. Yeah, everything leading up to it um before the pasta. <laughs> Gosh. You know what, just for that, this is going to be an 8 out of 5 for horniness, because that made me really excited. You know I love pasta. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, uh, 
I, I really love the series. I'm glad Champ finally, you know, was just like, I won't be friends with you if you don't read this. And I said, fine, let me borrow them. I'll read it. And I did. And I love it. So if you haven't read Deadly Class, you should probably read this did. because the show is no longer a thing. Unfortunately. Yeah. I guess you guys just weren't interested. Whoops. Whoops. Um, but yeah, the, the comic is still going. Yeah. So you, so should, you should probably get yeah, that. Definitely get that because you're going to be missing out on a bunch of cool shit, especially if you like violence and action and just a lot of, a lot of murderous children. And so much horniness. There is a lot of, there is a lot of teen horniness. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, Forgive me for this awful cover. I hate it. Uh, this is Isola. This is issue number eight. Um, I really, 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 really love this series, um, and I wish that it came out way more than it does. Uh, they recently moved it to once every other month. Yo, you got to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Do I keep talking? Is this... Yeah, just go ahead, because we're still there. Okay. So, um, this issue is after um, Rook and Olwen. They leave their little cave kingdom or whatever. And they run into this woman. I can't remember what her name is. She's essentially just a witch doctor. Um, Olwen suspects that... Olwen is the tiger, by the way, who is the queen. Um, She suspects that something weird is going on with the woman, but can't really prove it because she's a tiger and she can't talk. But um, these are problems. Yeah. Rook keeps getting sick and this woman keeps like giving her the antidote or like something to make her better. But she just keeps getting worse. Um, And I don't know. It's Olwen trying to protect Rook at this point, which I like that contrast because it's usually Rook who's protecting Olwen. Um, But of course, you know, Olwen can't do anything because, again, she's a tiger. They're going to Isola to get the cure. Um, I love it. It's beautiful. Colors are always, always so good. The panels are just beautiful. I love it. I love this book. (laughs) Um, I would say probably three out of horniness for me just because I'm always just too excited to even think about it. It is good, though. Well, this is actually probably the most horny of my books. This is what inspired (laughs) me to do the horniness scale today. Uh, (laughs) This is Conan the Barbarian. This is issue number seven. Ding. I don't know. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna end this and try it again. Okay. We're ending the Instagram video. Sorry everybody. But so yes, this is Conan issue number seven. This little issue deals with Conan buying a bunch of ladies and taking them on an adventure. <clears throat> and Ooh. the whole time they don't know what's going on or how things are going to happen or how things are going to happen, what's going to happen. And they see Conan, you know, kill some wolves and they're all real horny after that. This is, I I would be too. Legitimately. It's like a thing where they're like, you don't know how, how good somebody is in bed until you see them sword fight. And they're just like, yeah. And anyway, in the end you find out the whole goal of him taking them, is to kill a pirate. Oh, interesting. I was not expecting that. I thought it was just going to be... For his long-lost love. Who, Pi- who pirate, is? Pirate queen. Belit? Yeah. So. Why? 
This is not working. That was the whole point of the issue. It was really, I liked it <clears throat> a whole fucking bunch. It was interesting. If you like women killing men, there's that. Because they try to kill Conan, and ladies are like, but look. So bump that horniness scale up. <laughs> I thought we only had five stars, so. I've, I've been going over. So I guess I'd give it, like, how many ever stars that would give you. Um, let's see. I, I put Deadly Class at seven, so uh, probably nine. Okay, so for Conan. Nine, nine, nine stars. If Bullet had been in there, that would be ten. She's just going to say it. She's dead. Well, I know. I'm just. I'm saying, if I'm she just, was in there, I, I mean, that's why I that's, love Bullet. That's why he was going to kill the guys to, for, vengeance, vengeance okay. reasons. Okay. But after that, they get their bang on. Oh, so thank God. That's important to note. <laughs> yes, the banging is the most important. Should I? Should I continue? Yeah, just do a, a couple more because I can. I can do this, too. Okay. I won't be able to talk about it. Well, so next I'm going to talk about Headlopper, which is a really cool quarterly comic. This is volume three of it, of it, so the third story arc. And this is uh, Headlopper and the Knights of Venora. This deals with Headlopper being in the town of Venora, and kind of a rebellion starts while he's there. And it's all about him protecting the town, but also looking for more information. This is a pretty cool comic. The colors are really bright and colorful. Uh, It's just also very, the art is really interesting. And everything's so very, very hand-drawn. It's, I, I, I love it so much. It's a really big fantasy book, so if you don't like fantasy, I would not necessarily suggest this, but... It's hard to describe without having someone look at it because it's it's wonderful. Uh, Norgal is just a badass Viking of sorts, I suppose, if you will. Is he the headlopper? He's the headlopper. Okay. And he carries around a witch, witch's head, which is Agatha. And you find out more about Agatha in this issue, which is really, really cool. But I would suggest starting at the very first story arc. So, that is... Should I do another one? How many do you have? I have one, two, three. I can go. Okay. I'll talk about one. Okay. <clears throat> As you know, War of the Realms is going on. Not... Well... It, it, is. it is. It is. It is. It's kind of... It's done-ish. Okay. Um, my God, it's happening again. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, so this is the War of the Realms, the Punisher tie-in series. There are three issues. This is the very last one. Um, I would drop this about a a six or a seven on the horny scale because I never realized how much I love Frank Castle until I started reading this. Um, (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Is the horniness too much for you? I mean, it'd make me a prude if I I said yes, so no. Okay, cool. Um, But I am the prude here. You're the grandpa. (laughs) Um, so with being the last issue, um, he is taking, uh, like patients and doctors and stuff through the tunnel to get to Jersey to the other side of the river, um, so that they'll be able to like get the facilities and stuff that they need. He enlists the help of a busload of prisoners and they kind of start to kind of turn against him. Um, so you get to see him deal with that. They fight some 
trolls. Yeah, they 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 just go crazy. I feel like there's tunnel. all sorts yeah, of trolls there, there and was elves and all sorts of stuff happening in this. Um, but I mean, just in War of the Realms, there's a lot of that bullshit. If <laughs> yeah, if you if you like any species from any fantasy <laughs> world ever, you should probably read War of the Realms. Um, but yes, the uh, the ending to this was very satisfying. I loved it. Um, it's only three issues, and since it is like a separate part of War of the Realms, you don't necessarily need to read the initial series. You can just kind of familiarize yourself with what's happening, like what the War of the yeah. Realms is, and then you can read this and understand it. Um, but I, I definitely suggest this because it is way cooler than I ever thought it would be. Do you know if that goes into the Punisher Kill Crew series? Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, yes. So this, when that begins, I think it's like a complete follow-up to this. Okay. It says that. Yeah, to be continued in the pages of Punisher Kill Crew number one. So, yes, yeah, sorry. That leads right into the Punisher series that'll be coming out. I just wasn't sure. That's why I just wanted I to. completely forgot about it, too, because I read that and was like, mm, maybe I should get that series, but I don't, I don't think I will. I might, because Frank Castle. Yeah, you apparently have a big crush on Frank Castle. Oh, man, I, those arms? <laughs> I can't. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> I have Martian Manhunter next. This gets probably a three on the horniness level. There is some alien sex in there. Mark me down as five. They give birth. Oof. If there's Six. anything you want out of a comic, there's a lot of alien sex in Martian Manhunter. Just just a heads up. I've never read it, but I'm going to recommend it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not it's not like I suppose it is super detailed. But I know there's what's no happening. there's no organs, so whatever. Anyway, a- anyway, past <laughs> the alien sex, there's more to this comic than that. This issue specifically deals with John's past on Mars and how he came to be on Earth and how all of his past ties into him kind of being just a piece of shit. But him being a piece of shit for his family and trying to do the best for them. It's it's really interesting. I really, once again, dig the art, dig the colors a shit ton. The story is just really, really interesting the way... It kind of goes back and forth and how you have him just dealing with these mobsters on Mars and kind of just being, you know, bad, just a bad person and him coming to Earth to decide to be a good person and try to do the right thing. Is it working so far? Uh, he's kind of. Okay. It's it's recently <clears throat> backfired just because his past from Mars is coming coming to get him in a sense. This all makes sense. Yeah, so... This is what happens to Loki every time. (laughs) So if you like Martian Manhunter, you like really weird, elongated art and really bright colors and crazy-ass panels, this is the book for you. Alien sex. And alien sex. But only a three three out of how many of her stars are horniness. Free game at this point. Just whatever you want. So I can talk. Oh my god. Okay. I can talk about some something. Okay. Um, let's see. I I'll, I can just talk about this one. Uh, so this is Avengers. This is issue number twenty. This also ties in with the War of the Realms, but this 
is this issue anyway focuses on She-Hulk um, and why she's bitter towards Bruce, um, how she deals with herself during the war, um, and I don't know how she just handles herself in life. It's kind of a introspective kind of issue, which I noticed that the Avengers War of the Realms issues have been kind of like that. They just Jason Aaron just takes one character and kind of like delves into him, mm-hmm. which has been really cool. Um, I've never really been into She-Hulk before, um, and I, I'm still kind of not, but this issue was really good. Um, yeah. I just like the way he characterizes these people. It's really nice. Um, so yeah, since, again, this has to do with War of the Realms, but it's kind of just like a one-shot with She-Hulk. Just, you don't really need to know much about what's going on yeah. because it's just her and her internal struggles and stuff so Avengers I no my, my my internet is just being shitty more than anything it's okay you can talk okay what is oh horniness zero for me <laughs> this is stranger things this is, I keep showing it to the computer, or the computer, the phone that's not working. A tiny computer. <laughs> Stranger Things, this deals with the character known as Six, who is a part of the research facility, and kind of just delves into why she's so angsty while she's there, and you get introduced to Eleven, and the tank that she gets put into during Stranger Things that causes all of the the stuff to happen. So... Is that what she does? I, I don't, uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a... It's been a it has been a while. So if you really enjoy the Stranger Things world, I would definitely suggest this just because it kind of delves a little bit more into how the facility or who's in the facility, what kind of people there are, or kids there are, and how long they've been there. So. And I'll, I'll just talk about Runaways real fast. And then I have Runaways. Look at that cover. <laughs> Heather really, really likes this co- cover a lot. The cover itself is 5 out of 5 horny for me. I, I give this, like, a, a 3 horny. I'm going to take one away because I feel weird about saying that because I know they're teenagers. So, eh, scratch that. I'm just not even (laughs) going to comment on it. Not all of them are teenagers. Well, the ones on the cover look like teenagers to me. (laughs) She is a teenager. Okay, yeah. Zero zero out of five. Sorry. I, I say this as if I wasn't, like, commenting on the fact that, like, Marcus from Deadly Class is a babe and he's, what, 17? I'm sorry. I'm... We're done with the horniness <laughs> scale today. We have War of the Realms left, though. Okay. We'll just use the horniness le- scale just today and then this day only. Yes, that's it. Anyway, <laughs> Runaways, this issue. Carolina is trying to be a superhero to work through things. Gibberim is still hungry. Always hungry. They're working on Doom... Or... Uh, fuck, why did my... Chase is working on Doombot to get him working again since Gib ruined him. And he's also dealing with the fact that Gert and Victor are uh, a couple now. And the whole reason... He is that went, Victor? Yeah. Okay. The whole reason he went back in time to save her was because 
he missed her, and... Now he doesn't even get her? Yeah. Damn, that's heavy. But then he deals with this whole internal struggle of her being 16 and him being 20. Like, the internal struggle I just had. Yeah, so... It's uh, it's interesting, and I really, like, once again, I really love Runaways. It's a really cute story, and I don't feel like you have to have much invested in the characters to enjoy yourself overall. So, that's that's what I have to say about Runaways. If you have a teen, I highly suggest this, this book. If you know a teen, it's a good book for them. Yeah. Speaking of teens... Um, this also com- came out today. Come. It comes out today. Um, this is Teen Titans Raven. This is um, by Cami Garcia, drawn by Gabriel Piccolo, who is the one on Instagram who does that whole uh, casual modern Teen Titans. That's what he's like known for. So he, I, I love him. I love him so much. Um, but this series is about Raven, obviously. Um, trying to deal with, like, losing her memory and stuff while still trying to be a normal teenage girl because she didn't realize, or she doesn't realize she isn't normal. Okay. So, yeah, she loses her memories, um, but she keeps getting, like, weird visions of, like, Trigon and stuff. Um, I haven't read it yet. Um, I started it, but there was, like, a preview in something, like, several, several months ago. But... Yeah, it's her just dealing with, you know, Raven stuff. Um, But my favorite part, as I mentioned, uh, I love Gabriel Piccolo, and I love Beast Boy, and he is also... Look how fucking cool that is. He's doing a Beast Boy series that will be out next summer. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) And that's it. Yeah, so if you like Raven, Teen Titans... Um, I'm, I have a feeling they're going to do one for each of the Teen Titans, the original Teen Titans, which I'm I'm excited to read. Yeah. I, I love Teen Titans. Should I talk about this one? And then yeah, we can go yeah, into that? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, I read that too. Yeah. I don't want to say too much about no. it. Just Okay. So this is yet another War of the Realms tie-in. <laughs> this is Thor. This issue... Um, is just about young Thor and how he joins forces, which will lead right into this yeah. with uh, with the, all the other Thors. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. the final battle of War of the Realms. Which absolutely blew my mind. Yeah, I feel absolutely satisfied by this entire story. And I hooped and hollered several times during this issue. Yeah, I, I paced around for probably 20 minutes afterwards because I was so excited. There's just so many really, really cool parts and really interesting introspectives to the characters themselves, I think, and who they are. And if there's one thing I love, it's when Thor just knows knows his place in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows what he is capable of. I love every little side character's edition. I think that the Daredevil ending was absolutely wonderful. I the one thing that I do really or have really loved about this War of the Realms is that there are so many different characters, but not once does it feel overwhelming when 
that you're like keeping up with yeah. all of them because it's done in such a fluid way that it just it just makes sense so it has a very good balance because it it does give you those bits and pieces of each character and where they are and what they're doing with yeah out seeming without seeming overwhelming and i think just because you don't have to worry about their place and you also have to like think about the fact that you are in a war and these people you know in a war setting are all soldiers and would be there fighting Mm -hmm. and you're kind of just getting that like long sweeping glance of everybody and what they they happen to be doing oh yeah and the the dialogue i thought was a a very interesting choice mostly because again like all those smaller well not smaller characters but all the side characters they do have dialogue but it's not a lot Mm -hmm. so you're not really as much drawn to them as you are to the main like battles between like laufey and like Mm malekith and stuff so i really really enjoyed this and for only being six issues incredible yeah and once again i don't think you need to read any of the tie-ins unless you have any sort of particular love for a character that you're just like, oh, I want to see what they're potentially doing here or there. Or if you want a more introspective look at uh, the Daredevil storyline. Otherwise, yeah, you could just take this in and have a really good time. Like, just such a great time. And I... I'm it's not, a wild ride. Yeah, and I'm not disappointed. And once again, I stand by my my thought of, like, I want to see this in, like, a movie form. Like, I would love to see this. I uh, It was just so, so good. This would be so cool. Malekith in War of the Realms versus Malekith in the Dark World. Ten out of ten horniness for me. <laughs> And this book gives me gave me like a twenty out of whatever horniness. I had twenty stars. I full on full on just uh there were two parts in this book where I was at maximum capacity <laughs> for horniness. I, no no no, mark that. Three. <laughs> Odin on his knees. Uh yeah. No, I'm telling you, I there were just like a couple parts where I just screamed or like yelled so loud I I know that my neighbor was just like what the fuck is happening and it's just me down here reading a comic book like a fucking wild man kooky lady (laughs) like a kooky lady um and also I just enough cannot be said about Russell Dodderman's art it is so good and Matthew Wilson's colors yeah the way they work together oh my god it definitely brings the story so much to life, and there's so many just really cool full pages or just really cool ways they have the panels set up. And like, yeah, this doesn't just, spoil anything, does it? I, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think. I so. I just really want to show a page just to kind of give you an idea of like how insane this is. Like, this is just one page. Can you see it on both? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. great. It's just full of this kind of stuff. It's so, oh my God, it's so good. I honestly, I don't know how people didn't stick through it. Yeah, I'm kind of in that that same boat, but I suppose we also enjoyed Heroes in Crisis, so <laughs> we apparently have terrible taste. Yeah, that's very true. But Did you guys know that there's a hashtag on the internet called anti-Tom King? What? <laughs> Zero out of ten horniness for me. Yeah, it gives me negative horniness. Yeah, that's not even, like, a, a clever hashtag, first off. <laughs> no, that's just bad. 
Second of all, that's just mean. Just because you don't like someone's writing doesn't mean they aren't good. Yeah. Just means you have bad taste. (laughs) (laughs) So that is that is this Wednesday. Yeah, that's everything. February twenty sixth. (laughs) Twenty third. We'll be here all month. (laughs) We will see you next Wednesday and we hope you enjoy your Wednesday. Yes, have a wonderful Wednesday. Goodbye.